This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. A very happy Wednesday hump day to all of you. My name is Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. 402-464-5685 is our name and text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. As always, we want to hear from you. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. On YouTube, give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a share. Friends, family, people you don't like. Share it to everybody that you know. We truthfully, really do appreciate all of you. Probing us to get to 2,000. The goal now, 3,000. So help us get to that goal. Like, subscribe, share on YouTube. Again, 402-464-5685. Start name text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Strick, remote today. Let's go ahead and bring you in. What's going on? Uh, we, we miss having you here in studio. <laughs> no, I just have to make a short trip um, uh, towards uh, Sioux City. And so, uh, just was better to do it from here than to do it from there. It's a little bit, makes it a little bit longer and didn't want to have to do it that long, but yeah, man, it's always good. I'm still here. All right. And I'm glad to see Nick. I saw you guys were starting to dig into some wonderful topics, man. You guys were starting to, to get in, you know, on the, this current ferret situation. And, and, and it was something we had talked about yesterday about the nepotism part of it and kind of how that can, uh, affect an organization whether it be a football or you know any type of organization at some times is it is it is it valuable or is it all is it a problem so i like the way you guys are starting to tap in on that yeah we'll bring him in nick uh join us from the happy hour convince him to stay over for the for the next segment what's going on hey guys how's it going strict good to see you as always man um, yes, sir. A lot, lot of stuff going on um, in, in terms of, of that, uh, like we talked about with Kirk Ferentz and kind of the timetable on that. And then also the Husker football schedule was released today, and, and it turned out Nebraska has to go on the road for the fourth straight year to play their first game of the season. Hey, but but think about this, though. You're absolutely right. I mean, they'll, they'll hit the road on August 31st on a Thursday night Thursday, against yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. And then they'll go to Colorado the first two games on the road. I think they owe Colorado a little something. Hopefully uh, uh, they'll be able to take care of business on that. And then they come home for one, two, three, three games, a little, you know, Illinois action on the road. And then, you know, it gets tough from there. It's going to be, it's going to be a new look Minnesota team also next year. You'll, you'll have to remember, I mean, they're not going to, they're going to be without Mohammed Ibrahim. They're going to be without Tanner Morgan. It's going to be a new look Minnesota team. Um, Possibly without PJ Fleck. With, yeah, if rumors if, are correct. If, if PJ Fleck decides to take another job, and also it could be a new look Nebraska. We we still don't know who the the head coach is going to be. And I don't know about you guys, but I'll be much more inclined and interested in taking a trip to Minneapolis in August rather than in November. <laughs> so, big facts. Well, big facts on that. Here's the one thing, <laughs> big time. I, and I'll ask you guys. 
Um, th- th- that was the one thing that, that really stuck out to me because we talk about these week zero, week one games, whatever it may be, basically starting out your season. Uh, I know the SEC usually likes to have uh, cupcake games going in. I know a lot of the Big Ten schools do it as well. Is this just a Nebraska thing that, that for some reason every single season over they have to be tested? Because I, you guys can answer. When was the last time that Nebraska went into a season against a team that you knew 100% confidence you're going to beat the hell out of them and get off to a good start? Because it, it, it just seems like, here we go again, like Northwestern was the same way. You're playing a Northwestern team that's a Big Ten West opponent. Minnesota now playing a Big Ten West opponent, a team that's proven themselves year in and year out. And it just seems like, here we go again. Yeah, it it, it seems like we try to position ourselves to get off to a pretty good start. Right. I mean, I, 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 I like... I like that it's a challenge a little okay. bit more, even though there's going to be some loss with Ibrahim and and um, it, it and, and also to, to touch on that part with PJ Fleck. If I'm PJ Fleck and I'm looking at at it, I think I've hit my ceiling, mm. right? You've made some great runs, you've done some tremendous things in in, in transforming that Minnesota organization and in the university and the program, but. Now it's, I think it's, it's time. Otherwise you can have a, just a downward trend and then you may not ever get back to a point where you can really maximize your opportunity to uh, move on to a better situation. So I, if I'm PJ yeah. Fleck, I'd probably be looking for an exit also. That's, that's interesting to think about. I, I look at this guys, although Nebraska has started the last four seasons or excuse me, last three seasons, zero and one. Um, and, and to answer your question, Nate, I mean, when was the last time that Nebraska felt like they go into a season? I would have said BYU in 2017. And now you don't but, want to play but no, BYU. No, no, no. So here's the thing, though. Nebraska lost on a Hail Mary to that in that game oh to a guy named Tanner Mangum, who was the back or the, the quarterback backup to Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill was still at BYU that season. They came into Memorial Stadium. Taysom Hill ended up getting injured in that game. Tanner really? Mangum came in threw a Hail Mary, beat Nebraska on the last play of the game. Mangum then went on a two-year mission trip because for, for BYU. So he was gone for two years. So that was the, the whole situation. Um, with, what about before with, that, then? Before that? I mean, okay, so I mean, Ben makes a good point on the text line. South Alabama in 2019, although they only ended up winning by 14. And in that game, actually, uh, Cam Taylor Britt had a pick six oh, in nice. that game. Um, to to help out Nebraska's defense. So, I mean, to that point, I look at it a different way, though, guys. Um, I look at it as an opportunity, right? Because I can already tell you what my conversation going into the game next season is going to be. Listen, Nebraska, you are once again on the in the spotlight. You are in the spotlight. Again. You are the you are the biggest college football game going on, and you are in one the, of the one, early part in, of the season. In the early part of the season, and you are one of the only. And whoever, mm-hmm. whoever's the coach, whoever is the coach, if it's Mickey Joseph, it's, hey, Mickey has a great opportunity here to show why he earned the head coaching job in week zero or week one, basically. Or if it's anybody else, that enter X name here has the opportunity to show that they belong here at Nebraska and to kind of get their career in front of all of college football's eyes on, on, on the biggest stage at the time in the first game of the season. I look at it as an opportunity rather than, than maybe Nebraska should have scheduled a cupcake. I, I, I'm i just a big fan of 
set the tone, start the season off right. And, and again, you're right, though, Nick. I, this is an opportunity, and if, say Nebraska does go into Minneapolis, plays Minnesota on a Thursday night in front of a primetime audience, and you do win that game, absolutely. You set the tone for the season. You show exactly. that maybe you haven't arrived, but you're a force to be reckoned well, with in the Big Ten West. But and it's on a Big the Ten flip West side, win. But on the flip side, you have a situation like this year against Northwestern where Northwestern is still sitting here in, what, week eight, week seven, wherever we're at right now. Their only win is still Nebraska. Yeah. And, and that sets a tone for your season, too. So I, I understand that the setting the tone for the season and all, I just think that it can go on the flip side, too. Well, let me say this. I think that also – this year was set up actually for Scott Frost to redeem himself. Yes, it the was. The schedule for this year was tremendously favorable for a, a redemption of, of his name sake in the coaching round. Um, as Nick just stated, I would also say that this schedule is set up for whoever, yeah. as he said, X yeah, here, I agree. X there, I agree. Mickey Joseph, whoever that per- this schedule too if you if you if you as we talked about last uh, yesterday uh Nate if you fill up those areas that have holes in them so that your yeah. ship isn't sinking right if you take care of those mend those heal those make those areas better that you had problems with this year and you come into this schedule with that opportunity that Nick just said with Minnesota early on Boom! A revenge game against Colorado, and then you've got. And listen, don't 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 sleep on Northern Illinois. You know they they kind of they're yeah. that's a tricky one. It's a good program, but then but then you you still only face Michigan again. You got your regular stuff with Illinois, Northwestern, Purdue. Um, then you come back with Michigan State, who right now yeah. they, they trying to find themselves. Right. You got Maryland. You got Wisconsin that's down, and then I would man, listen, it's set up for. Listen, to make a tremendous run next year. It's set up if you get it right. I, I look at it this way, guys. Um, and, and now, obviously, this is looking agree, with an sure. optimistic optimistic approach. You're, if you're able to get two wins on the road to start out the season, I mean, what is what kind of boost does that give your, your program, right? And well, Colorado should be that cupcake. Colorado, with the yeah. current state Col- of the program. Colorado, My God, Colorado and Louisiana Tech are are, are your two yeah. are your two extremely winnable games next year. Um, and that's saying something when when Northern Illinois is not one of those. Right. Um, I, I think that that Northern Illinois volume. is a good program. Yeah, they're I, tricky. I mean, they yeah, yeah, don't 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 you come and sleep on Northern Illinois? They'll yeah. clip you. So yeah, that's, so that's, that's and especially is. like we're we're gonna have similar conversations. I think part of it also will will depend on how this season kind of plays out and and what direction Nebraska's program goes as a whole and from a leadership standpoint. But, like, look at it. I mean, your, your hardest conference game would be Michigan, and you get yeah. the, the Wolverines at home. Um, Wisconsin, who knows how they're going to look next year. You have to go on the road to Wisconsin, I suppose. But you get Maryland, Purdue, Northwestern, Michigan, and Iowa all at home. All of them are Fast. at home. You travel to Illinois after a, a week against Michigan – um. They're, they're now, here's the thing: this this next year in 2023, there's only one bye week because you didn't play a week zero yeah, game. Week so zero. that so that'll be no Big Ten team plays in week zero game. Um. So that'll be something that we'll have to remember. I mean, Nebraska is only going to have one bye week next year, and it's going to be it won't be until October 14th. So you're going to have to play five or excuse me six games before your first bye week. 
And, and so they're like, you just have to kind of play that into perspective or take that into uh, account account as well when you're having these conversations that after those first six weeks, you're going to be on the road three of your six weeks. Husker fans don't get to see Nebraska in action at home until September 16th, until week three, which kind of stinks. But you get Purdue, Michigan, Maryland, and Iowa and Northwestern at home. Well, too, and, and you got to look at Wisconsin and Iowa. They're dealing with their own issues as well. I mean, we, we talked about Wisconsin's already moved on from their coach. It looks like Iowa could be next. And the other thing that I noticed, guys, and correct me if you think that I'm wrong, but I think the whoever scheduled this set it up this year for Nebraska to potentially to have game day because everyone knows the atmosphere in Lincoln. Everyone knows the game day likes coming to Lincoln. You had it this year where if you were undefeated going to that Oklahoma game, Oklahoma was undefeated. They were a top-10 football team. Nebraska would have been ranked had they ran the table. Obviously, that didn't happen. You look at it again this year, you have wins at Minnesota, at Colorado. You defeat Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech at home. You're sitting again at 4-0 with the team that potentially could make the playoff this year. Like This is set up again for you. It is wide open for you to host a game day. Like I don't know who else is playing during that week. I'm not going to act like I do, but I'm going to tell you right now, if Nebraska is facing Michigan and both teams are undefeated, you'd be hard-pressed to convince me otherwise that they're not going to host game day. So that's And that's yeah. another national audience. That's another way to say that you've arrived. That's another way to get more eyes on the program, I mean, especially when you're going into a season with a new head coach. And recruits. And, and recruits. recruiting. It's, it's, Absolutely. It's, it's big to have the recruiting to be able to see you on that on that, on that that scale of a, of a game, no doubt. I mean, I would also add, I mean, like Nebraska, you can talk about previous schedules for from pe- previous years, I suppose. Um, and Nebraska's kind of gotten the, the short end of the stick. They've had to play Ohio State quite a few times. They've had to play uh, Michigan State sometimes in, in Michigan. Michigan, right? But here we are going into next season, and you're able to dodge Ohio State for the second straight year. And yeah. you, how, I mean, how many years in a row now have you been able to dodge Penn State? So, like, yes, you've had to play Michigan, but don't forget, Penn State will finally move on from, from Sean Clifford after this season. Right. And I truly believe that their backup, Drew Aller, is going to be a, a very good quarterback in this league and in the country. And they believe so, too. And James Franklin's not going to go anywhere. He just signed an extension. Penn State, although they got blown out on the road at Michigan, they're still winning games they're supposed to win. They still beat Minnesota by a couple scores this previous weekend. Like, they're still – James Franklin's doing his job there. And I am okay with going to Michigan State on the road over Happy Valley at 7 p.m. on a Sunday – or on a Saturday night. Absolutely. Because I would much rather have more confidence – Going going into the quote unquote woodshed, I suppose, of Michigan State as Mel Tucker wants to call it, than Penn State or Ohio State for a six thirty p.m. kickoff. Well, I mean, we talked about it earlier, Strick. That I think if we're talking about the other side of the Big Ten conference, your two teams that you want to play are Indiana and Rutgers. Okay, Nebraska got them this year. You got that out of the way. The next two. Where it currently stands, I'd probably say Maryland and Michigan State. So, yeah. I, I mean, if we have to say four teams on the Big Ten East and that side of the conference, that's probably it. Yeah. What What else would you ask for? It's certainly, like you said, Nick, it's yeah. certainly not Penn State. It's certainly not Ohio State. Yeah, I agree. I think Penn State, avoiding them, especially Ohio State, then we'll – We'll also see the strength of uh, don't Penn State has Iowa State this week. I mean Ohio State this weekend. Is that correct? Yeah, that could get ugly. That, that could get ugly. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So we're really going to get a chance to see what the makeup of this Penn State team yeah. really is. Obviously, I still don't. I still don't yeah. believe 
Um, I do still want to get into that one situation. I didn't get a chance to address it with Nate, but he talked about the F word. (laughs) You know, I do. Boy, was you so on it. Was you so on it with the F word of um, who was it? It was uh, it was Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. You're you're saying Ole Miss is I was saying I was saying Ole Miss is the F word and they proved they are fraudulent. I'm not sure about that. They are fraudulent. Brian Kelly wins at places. Brian he Kelly's goes. a good coach, but I mean, come yeah, on. As much as I hate Brian points, Kelly, but twenty-five points. You're the seventh. You're the seventh-ranked team in the country. Definitely. You can't be losing by twenty-five, well, so, man. Come on. Here, here's one thing. I know we got to go to break here in a moment, but uh, the last thing I will. One of the last things I'll say. Don't forget, guys. This will probably be the last year of divisions next season, and to think that Nebraska has an opportunity here. Um, we, the Big we, Ten like, West. This, yeah. The, the, this is yeah, this is yeah. their like. If if we want to be as as brutal and honest and, and realistic as possible, um, the way that Nebraska's program is set up for the future, unless they get some some huge huge additions through the transfer portal and their recruiting classes, um, really pan out well. This could be, I mean, next season when Nebraska's final or in divisions might be their their best opportunity, right? We don't know what Nebraska is going to look like when they switch to a, a pod format, when they switch to where just the top two teams in the conference go to the Big Ten title game. We don't know what that looks like, and it, that's where Nebraska these not only the rest of this year but next year as well really have to start making some moves from a program standpoint, so that when they turn to a pod system where they face three permanent guy or permanent opponents every year and then they switch them out that they're not left in the dust because teams like a Northwestern is going to be left in the dust a team you're really going to start I believe to see separation in the whole entire conference discussion and you're going to have eventually three tiers to where <laughs> three tiers to where it's eventually Ohio State Penn State Michigan, and somebody from the Big Ten West. I'd probably throw Wisconsin in that group. Are Consi- we consistently consistency? Yeah. But we don't even yeah. know what their head coach looks like. In no, the future. but I, I, I would say if you had to choose someone or, from the Big Ten West, or after or, or after Graham Mertz and Braylon Allen, like I, like what happens with Wisconsin? Well, Wisconsin's always going to have a good running back. Yeah, possibly. I mean, they, they had, had Brook, Lucy. They had Horny Brook. Horny Brook. That's, Horny right. Brook, that's your boy. That's Strick's boy. That's true. Um, <laughs> I mean, or Illinois. Like, are are we I'm not consistently yet? But if Brett Bielema stays there, I'd be I'd be okay with putting yeah, Illinois in that Illinois conversation, in that which is just crazy to think about. So, like, I once agree. Again, that's a good point. Actually, you, like yeah. Nebraska, and that's where we see like Wisconsin firing Paul Chris is more, in, in my opinion, a move for the future. Yeah. To say, hey, listen, we know what you did in the Big Ten West, but we just really don't know if you're going to be able to get us over the top when we have mm-hmm. the whole entire conference. So you're starting to see programs make moves so that they're better suited in 2024 when USC, UCLA, and who knows who else um, come into play because it's going to be a completely different kind of landscape. Strick, I'll ask you about this too because you remember the rivalry better than, than Nick and I do in the room. Playing Colorado, what do you think about that one? Get you excited? <clears throat> I love the rivalry. Love the rivalry. I've always loved it. Um, I, I just, I, I think Colorado made a mistake when they made that move to the Pac-12. Yeah. Obviously, they thought yes, it was best for them. Yeah. I, it, that was the mistake they made. I believe that was a mistake for us going into the Big 12. Yeah. I, I really didn't think we was a Big 12 fit. Right. Uh, recruiting wise. And it's the same thing I think that they're having problems with. It's just, it's tough to get people to 
leave anything this, west or right. south southwest to get it to Colorado. This is and, you want to play him. Well, you want to play him now because Colorado yeah. is a joke. That and it, it really hurt him when when Mel Tucker left. It, it really oh, yeah. hurt them because then they they had to go. I mean, Colorado's not a sexy job by any means. So now yeah, they they had to go out and get Carl Durrell. And here's a name for the Colorado job though. Um, the Illinois defensive coordinator that I'm I'm blanking on his name right now, um, but the Illinois defensive coordinator is a name for Colorado's in shambles. Nebraska will beat the hell out of Colorado. We're gonna figure this out. Ryan Walters, the defensive Ryan coordinator Walters. for Illinois, is a guy is a name to watch for the Colorado head coach job. Look out for it. All right, we got to take a quick break. Evan Bland's gonna be here on the other end. We're gonna ask him about this schedule. We're gonna ask him about Nebraska and Illinois. Stay with us. Mm-hmm. 